0: Grace and peace this afternoon, this evening, brothers and sisters in Christ, glad to see everybody here this evening, glad to see some who were not able to be here this morning that are here this evening, also, God bless you very much, and any visitors we have tonight also, we're very happy and excited that you are also here with us this evening. God is good, God watches over us, He takes care of us, and He loves us so much, and I just want to take a moment to thank the church family for your prayers for me as well, for my foot, my feet, actually. Praise God, everything went well with the right foot. Everything's going well with the left foot. Perhaps here in another week and a half, I'll already be in a boot and start walking a little bit more also. But I also wanted to thank you on some other terms also. As you and I were talking this past Thursday and Friday, and it was two years ago that we moved back this way. And we we're very thankful and, and thankful for the church receiving us and, and loving us. And seeing what God is doing and what God is doing in other places, and okay may the Lord bless the church here you know two years, but since two thousand and five that we 've been in touch with the church in Dangerfield now almost almost fifteen years, so we 're getting close to that fifteen year mark also in regards to that, so very thankful for that, and may God continue to bless the work here and, and all around and all the places that we We together serve our Lord in different facets in all our different ministries as well, Uh, both both around the world and locally as well also. You know what, this morning we talked about prayer, and also I think there's something that we all talk about and all we all long for is rest, right? I don't know about you, but usually Sunday afternoon is a good time for rest. I missed my rest this afternoon, but don't worry, I'm okay. And if you missed your rest, I hope you don't decide to get your sleep during this next hour right now, okay? So as we're talking here and looking together, but tonight I want us to think about that because have you ever just been, you know, have you ever had, you know, have you ever been in a difficult job, something that you're doing, you're working and you're thinking like, when will this ever end? Is it ever going to end? And you're giving your heart and soul and everything into whatever it is that you're doing. And you're saying, Lord, I don't know when this is going to end, what's going to happen. I know teachers right now, beginning of the school year. All the teachers are fired up right now, getting their things ready, getting their classrooms ready. A lot of them getting ready to receive their students. But by January, we're already looking and saying, when is that going to get the end of the school year, right? That time is already looking for that. Because we know of all the hard work that they put in as well as anybody else. And all those who work in schools and administration, maintenance and every single part of it. May God bless all of you this year as you get started for that also. Or maybe kids in school or in college or any of us. Have you ever been stressed out about a test or a project that you're doing? Have you ever thought, I've been going through this and doing all this, and it's never getting done, doing everything? I tell you what, once I was in college, well, okay, yeah, I was, (laughs) okay, once I was, and I was in a biology class, and while I was in that biology class, that year, you know, we had a project that was due, and so during all that time, you know, doing the things and getting it all for it. You know, and you get to that last night, you get to that last time when you're getting close and you're getting ready to turn it in. And, you know, I went to go hit the print button on the computer at the college. And, you know, they were saying, always be sure to save your work and everything like that. I hit the print button and all of a sudden a flicker of light in the school happened, like on off, just like that. Well, you know what? Just like that, it was all gone. Man, it was hard. So Lord, help me to type as fast as I can and get what I can in and turn that paper in. But that was hard when that happened also. But thinking about it and thinking about things, we just feel different. We feel pressure in different ways. We have pressures financially, and we have things that we do and things that we're working at. And we're asking, the Lord, when is it going to be enough? When am I going to get it done? And we get tired. And when we get tired, we sometimes get angry. And sometimes when we get tired, we get, you know, a little bit where we're, we're starting to get all these emotions going inside of us. And God doesn't want us to have to live like that. God doesn't want us to work, live in stress, as it goes in that sense. And he knows and he understands what it is to go through different things. His son Jesus was here on the earth and 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 through that also learning that for himself, learning that about us. But how does Jesus address us to take our loads, the things that we do? And this evening, you know, if you look at the next picture here, Dennis, on the on the board, looking at it here. We're going to look at some. I just want you to look at these pictures for a moment. We're going to talk about them a little bit later on in the sermon. But so you can just remember, there's a picture of a guy with a big backpack pack on his on his back, okay? And then there's a picture of a, I guess a lady been over tired from running. It looks like or something like that. And then there's also a yoke there, the kind of harness that they put on oxes, at, oxen at the time, at that time also. So these are pictures. I just want you to have a mental picture of them as we get ready to look into these different things. But as we get ready to start to do that, let's go ahead and read the verses again um, together here as I read here for It's Come unto me, all ye that labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest for you unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. That is what Jesus is calling us to. And if we look in there beforehand, looking at that, talking about that in in Matthew chapter 11, where we're at tonight in verses 28 through 30. If you would like to turn your Bibles there as well, feel free. Matthew 11 verses 28 through 30. We see right before that, I see Jesus excited. I see him very excited because he says here. In this part here, it says that in verse 27, twenty-five, "I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and learned, and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for this is what you are pleased to do." Jesus was so happy that people were coming to understand God's purpose, to understand who He was. Jesus would even say that many times the prostitutes and the tax collectors were in the kingdom of heaven quicker than the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the teachers of the law, because they were understanding what Jesus was saying, and those who said they had understanding weren't seeing what Jesus was saying. So all of this is going on and all of this is happening at that time, and Jesus knows and understands the pressure that we are on every day, the different things that we go through, and he understands this and he says, know what, I want you to come unto me. And you know what's so great about that phrase? When he says, come unto me all, that means all of us, amen? There is nobody that Jesus does not want to come to him. There's nobody that Jesus did not die on the cross for. He came that we may have life and have life in abundance and have life eternal. That we may have life and know that he is our Lord. That we may have confidence each and every day in all that we do. Jesus said, come unto me all. All of us. Brothers and sisters, there's not anybody that we can't talk to and let them know that Jesus loves them. And Jesus wants him to come unto him. It doesn't matter color. Doesn't matter, doesn't matter ethnicity. doesn't matter where we're from. God has said, God has used us to call others to come to him. And he says, come. We can start to see in these words. It's not something that Jesus is going to push upon us. But he's going to ask us. Come unto me. He's asking us, will you come unto me? Come unto me all. His desire is that all would come to him. Every single one of us. Each and every one of us at all of this time and all these moments, all of this looking to us. And look who he calls to come to him. He says, Those who what? Labor or weary and heavy laden. Now, I don't know about you, but when we think about the word labor, it's hard, right? Think of hard labor. And when we're using the words here that he's using here in the Greek and things like that, as they say, he's talking about the most wearisome kind of labor that you could be doing the kind of this is a person who's giving everything he has to a project or assignment have you ever given everything to an assignment or a project that you have everything in all of your being striving laboring and working with everything every fiber of your being to be sure that something can be done and as you do it you do it and what happens sometimes you lose sleep you lose the sense of time and the next thing you know your body's wearing away and you don't even know it yourself and Jesus is saying, come unto me all that labor, the wearisome kind of labor, giving it over and over again. And it just says here also means to the extent of exhaustion, to the extent of it's never going to end. Jesus says, come unto me. Ye who labor, ye who are weary. Okay. And not only weary when we see this, and he says the words, what? Heavy laden. I don't know if you remember the picture just a little bit earlier with the guy with a huge backpack on his, on his back. It's used this word that they use for heavy laden here is a military term that they would use for soldiers who would go on journeys. Some would go on short journeys, some would go on longer journeys. And the longer the journey, the bigger the backpack that they had to wear. You know the soldiers usually carry those 50 or 70-pound backpacks? Not only that, but the longer the journey, the bigger the backpack, and the more the load they had to carry to get things done. Now, I don't know about you also, but that's a whole lot. Putting on 70 pounds on the back, going around, or more than that. And I'll tell you what also. You talk about looking at something like this happening Thinking about heavy laden, that's why it was called heavy laden, because of how much pressure and how much weight it was in it uh, for them at that time and the things that they were going. I remember they were showing, not too long ago, my, my TV passed by PBS, and they were showing something on Brazil, and they were showing Teddy Roosevelt when he went to Brazil. In fact, there's a lake called now Lake Roosevelt or Lake Roosevelt River in Brazil. This is the river that he went down. And as they were getting ready for this trip, he, he, got some, he got some people on the team. One of the Brazilians there who was a researcher, a surveyor in that area, to go along with him, along, along as, as with other people as well. And I tell you what, when he got this journey started, it was going to be a long journey. And you cannot imagine how much stuff they sent. And they had people that had to carry all of these things. You know what? They didn't carry the canoes. They would cut down a tree and build a canoe at that site wherever they were, To get down to the river. But you know what? It's not a river. It's a calm river. It's not the lazy river at the swimming pool. It's a river with rapids bigger than you could ever think of. Parts where you would have to stop. And you would look and you see a few miles down. That's where we can enter in from there. And you're over here. And you know what sometimes they did? Because they had to use that. And they didn't didn't have time to make the other canoes. They would carry all of that equipment on rollers. Putting them on wood. And pulling all that equipment all the way over to that other place. Do you not believe that they, do you think that they were not tired, wearied of labor? Even close to the end of the trip, Teddy Roosevelt said, leave me where I am. I'm not going to make it. He said that. And, you know, he was known as an adventurer. But the other guy said, no, we're going to make this. Let's go and do it. He got sick on the way. And so he made it to there and then they had this for him about the lake. But I can tell you this, we may feel like that ourselves. We may have so many things going on in our lives that we are heavy laden. We may have so many anxieties that are going on in our life, things that that make us anxiety, things that makes our emotions deep way down into us, that drag us down. We may have things that we're fighting against in our life as far as sin, and we're letting those drag us down all of those things that are happening in our lives and letting those things happening. And I know what, you know what Jesus is saying over and over again, come unto me. All you who weary, all you who labor and are heavy laden. Jesus says, I will give you what? Rest. Rest. Oh, that's good, isn't it? There's nothing better than waking up after a good rest. Rest. If you got your rest this Sunday afternoon and woke up good, praise God. There's nothing better than getting a good rest. But I want you to know something about this rest that he's talking about. It's a time of refreshing. It's a time of calming down. It's a time of, as it says, as we would say now, to take a break or a hiatus. But now this, take a breather. Let's take a breather. Don't have time to take a breather. Don't have time to break a breather. No, take a breather. Jesus is saying... I will give you a breather. I will give you rest. Now, when we think about that, sometimes we think about this. Well, I'm coming to Jesus and I don't have much rest. Even afterwards. Jesus is not saying that it's going to all stop. But Jesus says he's going to be there to refresh you. He's going to be there to give you rest in that very moment when you need it. And praise God that he says that he will do that. And praise God he says that we can come unto him. He already says right before him, he says, Father, I have revealed you to them, and you have been revealed through me, and I am so happy, and I am so joyous for that, Lord, that you have, I have revealed yourself to those around me, Lord, that even those, our little children, are coming in to understand who I am. And little children, I don't want you to be wearisome. I don't want you to feel heavy laden. I want you to come unto me for rest. To be recharged. To lift. If our our fan is low. To have the fan flamed in once again. As we continue to look to him. Continue to look for him in every moment. In every facet of our life as well as we do this. He didn't promise that he wouldn't take away our assignments away from us. He didn't say, well I'll give you rest and then that's it. You don't ever have to work anymore. But he did promise that he would come to you. And he would give you the rest in order that you need. To complete the journey. And that's why Jesus says. Come unto me. And then he says this phrase next. The very next phrase. Take my yoke upon you. And then as he says. Learn from me and you shall find rest. But I want us to understand here. When Jesus said. Take my yoke upon you. I'm going to tell you what I used to think. (laughs) Okay. You know, when I first started reading the Bible, you read some words and you don't know what they are exactly. And he was saying, take my yoke upon you. And I was thinking there in Corinthians where it says, don't be yoked together. And all I could think of, what is are you supposed to, is it supposed to be egg yolks? You're supposed to keep them separate. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense to me. Take your yoke. I said, what's that have to do with eggs? He says this, he says, I'll give you rest and I'll make it easy. And I'm thinking, I only like over easy. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> in that time, in that frame. But in this moment, he says, take my yoke upon you. What is yoke? Well, it's not Y-O-L-K, first of all. Egg yolk. okay? It has nothing to do with egg yoke. I found that out, okay, finally. But it has to do with the picture that was up there earlier when Jesus said, take my yoke upon you. A harness that you would put around two oxen if you were digging or doing working in agriculture. If you had one, great. But if you had two, even better. Two, making that strength. And Jesus is coming and saying, I want to be your partner. I want to walk along with you. I want to be there for you. You know, there's an African proverb that says, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go with someone. And Jesus is saying, I'm ready to go with you to the end. Amen. I'm ready to go with you to the end. Take my yoke upon you. Another word he says here, come unto me. Take my yoke. Jesus said, take my yoke. Here in this very moment, talking about this. Another, another kind of yoke also. When I put in the word yoke and looked at images. Okay, of yoke. He had the harness. And then also, in another book that I read, and how it also has a picture of it. It was a, a type of harness where it was a brace on your back that would come out to here. And you would put it on your back, and it had legs on it. And the, it showed a man that he was carrying hay bales on his back. He would put the harness on, then they would put the stuff on it, and he would carry it. And as he would go, he would go a little further. A little farther. You know, as he stood up straight, he was able to walk with it. Or, or when, And then when he got tired, what'd he do? <sighs> and the legs would let him rest and refresh. Then once he got his energy back, go up again and keep on walking. Okay? You can look it up on there. It's a picture of it, I promise you. It's a yoke exercise equipment now, but that's what it is. It's the exact picture of this brace. But Jesus is staying there. I want to walk along with you. And when you're tired, I am there to pick you up. I know we've already read, I've already read before, footprints in the sand. Just the same idea as that. When he says, where is the one foot of foot? Where were you when all these hard things happened and there's only one set of footprints? And he says, that's the time that I was carrying you. Jesus says, take my yoke upon you. And you know what his yoke is? And as he says here, and he tells us here in these verses, he says, take my yoke upon me, upon you. And learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find what for your what? Rest for your souls. We can see Jesus here is talking spiritually. He is talking about things that are eternal in our lives. And Jesus says, you want to be like me? I want you to come to me. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 1, chapter five, verse one as we read this morning. Be God's example. Be imitators of Christ. Love as Christ loved us. Forgive as Christ has forgiven us. All of these things is telling us who we should be like. But Jesus says in this, and you know what Jesus is willing to do? And he's, be, he's willing to be graceful to us. He's ready, ready to be merciful to us. And he's willing to say, take my yoke upon you. Learn from me. How do we learn from Jesus? Praise God he left his word. Amen. Praise God, we can see how he treated those who were downcast. Praise God, we can see those how he treated that they called sinners. And we can see his courage for those who talked contrary to the word of God as well. Jesus says, take my yoke upon me, take uh, upon you and learn from me. Philippians chapter 2, verse 5 through 11. We know and we understand when Jesus is talking about the yoke And he says, your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus. And all of those qualities that are used in that very passage, in that very moment, is for us to become like Jesus. For our attitude to be like Jesus. If I want to become like Jesus, if I want to take His yoke upon me, I need to look to Him. And you have to look to Jesus. We have to look to Jesus in order for that to happen. In order for us to come to him, this is the Jesus that offers the weary and tired worker, offers them to come alongside the worker and join him in his assignments or in his affairs. But even more than that, imagine if two oxen were strong, you have Jesus by you and you are yoked unto him. Praise God we have verses in the Bible like 1 John 3. It says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in this world. Because I am yoked to Jesus. Because I am yoked to Jesus, I know that I understand. When I sin, I can confess my sin. And he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sin. When I am yoked to Jesus, if we are not yoked to him, we don't have eternal life. We don't have the blessings in Him. But when we are yoked to Jesus, when we allow Him to work in our lives, He is with us. And as we talked this morning, He has given us His Spirit, the Comforter, the Counselor, to help us. And He has given His Word to help us. He has given our brothers and sisters to pray for us. Look at all the things that we have because we are yoked in Christ Jesus our Lord. Take my yoke upon you. Wear the harness. And let me go with you. Let me take you through the times that are hard. Second Corinthians chapter 1 says what? Praise be to the God and Father of all comfort who helps us in all our times of need so that when we have been helped, we can help others who are passing the very same thing. Praise God The Lord, even In the hardest things that I'm going through, the hardest circumstances that I'm going, you are with me. And the promise is we're going to make it through it. And the promise is, Lord God, you're going to help me to be an example to others who have gone through it, too. Wow, God. Thank you, Lord. That I'm yoked to you. Thank you that I can have a vision different than this world. Praise God that I know when I die, I will be with you, Lord. I don't have to leave it up to chance. I don't have to leave it up to the idea. Well, I don't know if there's a God. I hope if there is, I sure hope I've done more good than bad. It doesn't work that way. We have to believe in Jesus. We have to come to Jesus. We have to take his yoke upon us. And when the labor, if it's our labor, wherever we're laboring and the things that we're doing, we give it to him each and every day in all the things that we do. Becoming yoked to Jesus in our life, in our ministry, if we're in our different ministries that we have, in our business, in personal affairs, anything that we do is something that we decide to do. You see what Jesus is saying here? He's not saying, you have to. He's saying, make a decision. If you come unto me, I will give you rest. If you take my yoke upon you and learn from me, you will, you shall find rest. Rest, refreshing. Lord God, it's hard. Things we go through here, but your promise is true. And you know why we start to understand that? Is when we start to see situations that used to make us anxious. Situations that used to make us worried. We all of a sudden don't become so worried about those things. We all of a sudden don't become so anxious about those things. I don't know about you. I have lots of anxiety when I'm flying cuz I want to get 4 hours ahead to the next gate. And when the flight gets a little bit late, I start getting scared, I start getting sweating, and what happens? Anxiety and all these things get up. Lord, I don't want that. And you know what's happened lately? As soon as I check in, okay, I'm in. They'll find me, hopefully. <laughs> okay? Getting to that point. But much more than that, brothers and sisters, how many people suffer with burnout? They just come to the end. They say, I can't do it anymore. Because we try to do it on our own. And we may try to do that on doing things, good things, trying to think that we can find it in that. But we need to allow Jesus to take care control of us. Jesus, help me. Help me, Lord, not to get to burnout. And if I get there, Lord... I hope I truly understand how I can find rest in you. Lord, help me to find it, truly. For so look what Jesus says here, and he says this, For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. You might be thinking, well, what does that mean? It's kind of like the picture of that bag. You want to, I'm sure a soldier, after a while, he kind of gets used to carrying that bag around. And whatever's in that bag and all those things in the bag is worth the taking for the journey, Right? It's a burden, yes. But when it's helpful, when you need food, when you need fire, when you need something over your head, when you need your weapon, if you need it, whatever it is that you're carrying in that thing, that burden, that seems such a burden, becomes light, because you know that has in it what you need to get to the end of your journey. Jesus is saying this. Put me on. Take my yoke. Be harnessed with me. And yes... It is still is something you're carrying, but it's going to be easy compared to the things that are coming, and you're going to find delight in it. Look what he says. What does he say? For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. And the yoke, easy, doesn't mean, ah, oh, well, good, that's just easy. It means this it's delightful to work in the Lord, it's delightful to serve the Lord. You know what, serving you, Lord? And doing things for you, Lord, may it be a delight in my life, in the life of each and every single one of us, in all that we do. And he says, my burden is light. My burden is light. Wow, Lord, you can transform us. You can take care of us. You can help us through hard times that we go through. Lord God, when I see these verses here, help me to believe that. Help me to trust in it. And Jesus is telling me that I need to come to him. That I need to take his yoke upon myself. And do his will, the will of the Father. And he wants to be my partner. Wow. You know, when Paul says to the church in Philippi, I praise God for our partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Because they knew and understand working together. That they were going to do great things for the Lord. And Jesus says in Hebrews that he is not ashamed to call us brothers. He says, I want to be a partner with you. I want to walk with you. Let's allow Jesus to walk with us. So what about us? What about what we do? Are we going to keep pulling the plow through that solid ground all by ourselves trying to get somewhere? Do we try to do that? Oh, yeah. Try to get somewhere to pull in all ourselves. Are we going to allow Jesus to become our partner? Are we going to allow him to help us in our endeavors and all the things that we do? Going at it alone is the hardest thing you can take and the hardest thing you can do. But when you choose to be yoked together with Jesus, you suddenly have the greatest partner in the universe who will turn a once hard situation into the most pleasurable experience of your life. Lord God, I thank you, Lord. As we look around and we know those who have gone through hard times, to see that they can approach those things with you in their life. It's a burden. It's heavy. But Lord God, I thank you that I have you to go through it. And how many times have we heard people say, what I'm going through is hard, is tough, and I don't know how anybody does this without Jesus. And that is true. Because without Jesus, you don't have the hope. Without Jesus, you don't have the support. But with Jesus, you have the hope. With Jesus, you have the support that I will sustain all things and whatever happens, Lord, to know that I will go to my eternal rest one day with you. Lord God, I do thank you. that one day we will get to that eternal rest with you in heaven. All Jesus is asking is that we come unto Him. Any of you here tonight who have not come unto Jesus, who have not yet... Given your life to Jesus who have not repented of your sins, confessed him, have not been baptized in the name of Jesus for the forgiveness of your sins and receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Today is the day of salvation. Praise God. Jesus says that you can do that today and start begin your life with Jesus being buried with him and risen to new life in Christ Jesus. You can do that today. Be yoked with Jesus. Allow him to work in your life. Allow him to partner in his life. You Allow his word, allow his spirit to work in your life. And all of us who are in Jesus, who are in Christ, and maybe we've been struggling, and maybe we've been thinking, I've been trying to do it on my own still, even afterwards. Allow Jesus to take over. He's there. And he wants to use you, and he wants to be with you, and he wants to be allowed to work in your life, and he wants to work in our lives. Allow him to, to use you, allow him to give him those things in your life that are laden, those labors and are heavy laden in your life, whatever they may be. Allow him to work. And there was something else I was going to say, and I can't remember it now, but I know one thing: Jesus is calling us. And as we sing in this word, you now in the song that we're getting ready to sing, "Ye that labor and are heavy laden, come, and I will give." You rest. I'm looking forward to that eternal rest in heaven. But while I'm here on this earth...
1: We hope by listening to this lesson, you have found a better understanding of the Bible. And through that better understanding, find a closer relationship with God and His Son, Jesus Christ, our living Savior. If you have any questions or desire more information, please feel free to contact us here at the Dangerfield, Texas Church of Christ. You can find us at dfield.org, that's d-f-i-e-l-d-c-o-c-dot-o-r-g. Or you can email at dfieldcoc779 at aol.com, or you can call us at 903 645 Nine six. If you are local to the Dangerfield area, we would love an opportunity to meet you and encourage you in person. At eight one eight West W M Watson Boulevard, Dangerfield, Texas seven five six three eight. Our meeting times are Sunday mornings at nine thirty a.m. for Bible class and ten thirty a.m. for worship service. Sunday evening at six p.m. for worship service and Wednesday evening at 6.30 p.m. for our midweek Bible class. Grace and peace be with you always.